Hi, Ron here and welcome. We love that you've come to join us here and listen to a lot of our episodes. Please help us continue with this by supporting us through either joining the Barack Center at thebarackcenter.com or joining us at the Fringe Church at thefringechurch.com and sharing and donating through those sources. And once again, thank you for joining us today. We continue on with the introduction to the book of Revelation. There's a lot of um, a lot of things to understand just to sort of get the lie of the land before we start. We'll keep going with that. Also, by the look of it, welcome to um, some new people who are going to join us on this journey. Great to have you here. And um, yeah, it'd be nice to uh, get to meet you sometime. Anyway, for now, the book of Revelation. We need to understand what apocalyptic literature is all about. Now, apocalyptic is is a form of literature that we still use in things like horror movies. So, you know, the great disaster movies of the, um, of the end of last century, those things were um, sort of apocalypses, you know, the end of the world movies, the, uh, all that. So, so it's still around. And, and the sort of images that get used in those movies now are the same images that were used in apocalyptic back in the day. Um, now, the people of the day were as good at spotting good apocalyptic literature as we are at spotting good horror movies. They, you know, all apocalyptic literature was a bit the same. Now, um, I have to confess, I, um, I don't read a lot of um, uh, horror movies, but I do read spinals and every one of them, it's all the same. You know, a single somewhat dysfunctional hero up against impossible odds, uh, usually with some corruption within his own system, and a beautiful girl hanging around on the edge um, has to fight through a series, maybe two or three perhaps, uh, of setbacks to actually win in the end a comprehensive sweep. Doesn't matter what happens to the other characters, just say he's all right and he gets the girl. It's a spy movie, uh, a spy novel. They're all frankly the same. The, the quality of it is in the insight into people, the, um, the characterization and the, the relevance it has to the world in which we live. Apocalyptic was the same. People were used to apocalypses. They knew what was good and what was rubbish. They knew how to read it. So we need to learn how to read apocalyptic as if we lived in the first century. If we can get that right, Revelation will make a lot of sense. Now, there are five things about apocalyptic literature that we need to um, we need to understand. Number one, hope for a better life in the future is gone. So there's a hopelessness about apocalyptic. The visions are vivid and strange. The visions are political and subversive every time. In this apocalypse, we need to understand it's a pastoral letter written by a bishop to his churches. So it's it's a letter of love from a guy who cares for people to people who need to understand the world. And lastly, apocalyptic literature has some similarities with prophecy. So number one, hope for a better future in this life is gone. Now, when the people of God can see hope in the future, they write prophecy. So prophecy is marked by the word if. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, then I will hear from heaven. And um, was it restore their land and do all the good stuff? 
memory, memory fritz. Um, if is the word in prophecy. If you will change your ways, then God will bless you. That's a time when there's still hope. If we change things up, good things might happen. Apocalyptic comes out of a different time, a far worse situation. Hope is gone. There is nothing anyone can do to redeem this situation. It is so diabolical. It is so hopeless. It is so horrid. The only thing we could see that might help is if God intervened from outside the system. Okay? There's nothing that can help. The prophets lie dead. The people are crushed. There's no possibility of repentance for the leaders of the current order. They're just... They've done a deal with the devil. The new heaven and the new earth is the only solution. In Christian terms, Jesus has to return and fulfill God's purpose. There is no other way anything good is going to happen. So the first key, really critical thing to understand the book of Revelation is the interplay between hope and despair. You know, for all of us, there's short, medium and long-term hope. Short and medium-term hope are gone very long-term hope is that God is still God. Heaven is still there. We, we still know his presence somehow. Maybe in that longer-term thing where if, if heaven could actually invade earth, something good might happen. So that's the first thing. Um, hope is, is gone. Second thing, the visions are vivid and strange. Well, in a sense, you yeah, get used to that. That's what makes it apocalyptic. Uh, but equally, understand how difficult John's situation is. He, Paul um, saw heaven and, and saw things he said no human being could possibly describe. John uh, has a vision of heaven and is given a pen and a piece of paper and told, make notes, write it down. How has he got any hope of really communicating this in ways that are going to make sense to us? It's a challenging job. And we're standing on holy ground here. It's apocalyptic, but it's also visionary. It's, it's fair income stuff that John was looking at and seeing. And so with the book of Revelation, um, I think we need to understand we stand at the interface between time and eternity, between heaven and earth, and we need to allow these visions to lead us to worship even before we try to understand them. We need to use this stuff to lead us to faith before we build doctrine and to build hope even before we take action. Now, the last thing I want to say this morning is this. The visions are always political and subversive. Now, I want to take you to um, nursery rhymes to sort of explain. Now, you all know that Three Blind Mice and Mary Mary Quite Contrary were political commentary on a sociopathic queen who was murdering people and burning them at the stake at a terrifying rate to enforce her religion on people. These are ugly, filthy things. They are subversive. They call for the overthrow of the regime and they take sides. Everybody knows that. No, you didn't. <laughs> but anybody who at the time Three Blind Mice was written would know it was about three Anglican bishops who were martyred. Uh, Mary Mary Quite Contrary, her conversion from one type of religion to another and her decision to destroy other people. London Bridge falling down, uh, a major commentary on a Norwegian king, Olaf, who did some interesting things, and, and rubber dub dub 
was a story of a medieval orgy uh, where poor people were just bagging rich people because of their bad habits and immorality. Nursery rhymes are like that. They are political. They are subversive. Kids could sing them. And with a bit of good fortune, the powers that be wouldn't know quite what was being talked about and the people were being invited effectively to join the resistance. Revelations is like that. Apocalypse is a word that means something hidden. Okay? He writes in a style his readers will understand, but nobody else will get. The idea is to say things about the regime, to build their community in a way that won't make things worse for them than they currently are. So it's written in a sort of code. And if anybody at the time really understood what Revelations was, owning a copy would be a capital offence. It's powerful. We're going to see this. But the key is to locate as much of the code that was used that the, the early people who read it would know to understand what's really being said. Now, fortunately, most of the code is just in other pieces of the Bible. So it's not that hard to find, but you do have to go looking. So look, that's enough for this morning. Um, strange visions, politically subversive, uh, a common form of literature, and the, the despair that runs through it. Um, we've got another couple of days just to lay out this sort of stuff to get the hang of apocalyptic literature. I promise we'll open the Bible soon. <laughs> for now, though, let's come to God. Let's pray. Father, down through the ages, people have needed to resist against evil regimes. Right now, people need to resist against evil regimes. And Lord, in a way, we want to say thank you for the ways that have been found to stand up and say God is still God. This regime is evil. It must fall. We must resist. Father, we pray for those today who find themselves in that situation. People who are being persecuted, traumatised, beaten because of their DNA, because of their beliefs, because of their political opinions, because of the accidents of history. And Father, we ask for persecuted people throughout the earth, God, that they will find the way to stand proud, hold their dignity, and find faith, hope, and love to carry them forward. Father, thank you for our forebears in the faith, who at many times have had to do this, be it through the book of Revelations, or even through medieval nursery rhymes, or in other ways right now. Father, pour out your spirit on people who suffer. Pour out your spirit on leaders of people who suffer. And Father, with this very huge prayer today, we bring you our day. God, we ask we would have eyes to see the little guy, eyes to see the people who are being beaten, eyes to see the people who are being alienated, eyes to see the people who the systems of this world have lined up to destroy. And Father, forgive us that we don't see the people in Australia to whom that is happening. Put the spirit that was in the book of Revelation into us to stand up and say, yet there is hope, and to take the action to resist those things that crush people. So, Father, this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Bless you, folks, and uh, we'll see you in the morning. We'll, we'll keep going with the setup uh, for this awesome thing. 
God bless. We'll see you then. Thank you for listening to another episode. And please, don't forget to sign up to the thebarackcenter.com or thefringechurch.com and help support us so we can reach many more. Thank you again for joining us today. <laughs>